Ladies and gentlemen, leshies and goblins, grab your snacks, take your seats, and enjoy the show. I thought you were going to say alchemical fire to drive people <laughs> off when they come into the circus. Oh, here, avoid this. No. <laughs> we're here rolling. Oh, I rolled that, that one too. That oh, one. Oh, that one. What did you do to them? What did we you were do kidding about uh, having the whole circus catch on fire. We were totally kidding. As they come down and pick you up, uh, they they seem to be ready for this one. Maybe that's what their mind was on the whole time. They successfully aid you. Let's jack them, boys! <laughs> Let's throw them! We get to throw Scrag! Do we want to do some of the pre-show beforehand? Of, of what we do in the festival and all the stuff we do around uh, town. If yeah, so I'm kind of treating the festival and the last circus show as one, but all of the leading up, we can go through everyone and you can give uh, just like a quick little montage or a scene you want to play out. Like I know, I know Scrag's gonna go somewhere Scrag's and do some scrag. stuff and yeah, Scrag on Scrag and uh, each, each one of you guys have probably a little bit of something to do so uh we can we can go about it we'll keep our order that we have up here on the map so spring you can start Ooh, okay um so some of the downtime stuff um she's going to be working with all of the animals here in the circus um she's going to kind of check in with everybody and make sure that they're She's going to start gaining their trust. Um, she doesn't want to train them, like, in any way that's negative at all. She's going, she's like, you know, if, if they're in cages and they don't want to be, she'll, like, make sure they have pens. She's just going to try to, like, work with them and make them happy and, and, and gain their trust. Um, and she also wants them to start kind of interacting with each other. Um just get them used to the ring if they are going to perform, um, make sure that they're okay with it and that it's a very um, acquiescing <laughs> performance on all, all parties. Uh, she She's going to get that per their permission and everything. So just a lot of working and training with the animals. Um, and then in the evenings, she's going to be making some merch with Odalisa. She's going to be um, having fun making little dolls and other like little maybe even like little leshies or flower crowns and all sorts of stuff to kind of sell uh, at the pre-show. Cool. So I imagine a lot of your time probably at the beginning is spent healing your new pterodactyl friend. Yes. Um, still going to need time to rest, but absolutely um, just yeah. For sure. All right. Uh, all of that goes off seamlessly. Uh, you are gaining the trust of animals. And yeah, it just it all seems to make the week fly by. Uh, Thovis. Uh, Thovis's time is going to be mostly spent setting up like those strength based festival games that people may be familiar with, like uh, either tossing either bags of rice or sand or maybe it's just stones that are set up and it's just going to be a competition to see oh who can throw the farthest can you throw further than thovis um type stuff or i uh, hitting 
a platform with a hammer and trying to launch something as far as you can. All those fun little games that are designed to encourage uh, audience participation. And of course, they're going to be like child versions and adult versions. And uh, it'll, it'll be fun to watch people help out the kids and um, just seeing how the people interact and enjoy themselves at the festival. That's what he wants to do. Cool. You just I just imagine you watch pilfer get launched as one of the, one of these people <laughs> slammed down with a hammer and pilfer goes flying in the background yeah ah! scrag would have tried to build them uh some like little glider wings that <laughs> probably work Amazing. one in one in 15 times yeah it's like uh out of curiosity how rigged are these games how how in Ooh. the how in your favor have you made them <laughs> oh. this is throwing the lightest biggest <laughs> lightest rock ever yeah. <laughs> It's just it's just like a, for me, bruh. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, yeah. Um, honestly, not too rigged. It's mostly for fun to see how people actually stack up. You want to um, get the little Dovis's, money extra, be like, you know, do at least two to three yeah, chances yeah. before they actually succeed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, there could be bets going on and stuff like that. But Dovis is pretty confident that he's going to beat most of these people anyway. So doesn't really rig it too hard. Maybe if someone looks a little bit tough, he'll... Uh, you know, shake a few extra stones out of the hammer to lighten it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Or give them a shorter uh, one so they can't build up build up the momentum. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Odalisa spends a lot of her time. Uh, we should say Odalisa's not here. She's sick. Wish her well, everybody. Uh, so Odalisa spends a lot of her time following Scrag around. Uh, kind of learning a little alchemy from him while helping him. Uh, she also spends her time in the evenings with spring, like spring said. Uh, and then any free time she has, you see her in the circus tent, kind of changing up a previous acrobatics act into something else. We, uh, we set up a new nine uh, punctured net <laughs> yeah. for her safety. We, and we tested several times to make sure that it's like, is it, can a, a snake bite through this? Here, spring bite this. <laughs> how how <laughs> tough is this net? Pilfer once again volunteers to just keep jumping down onto the net. <laughs> we definitely keep our eye, someone's eyes on it at all times and make sure nobody gets close to it. Mm-hmm. And someone's going to be on it 24-7. Yeah, I think kind of just given uh, how the last time went down with... Yeah most important pieces to the show are actually not going to be in the tent unless it's for practice. Like, we'll roll out the tent when she's practicing, we'll roll it back up, and we will put it away. Like, we're going to basically keep everything under lock and key, make sure there's no sabotage, and keep an eye out for any unsavory types from the other circus. Yeah, Claude and the Goblins got this. Like, Mordena's locks, for instance, they're under lock and key. Like, no one's going to rust over her locks and force her to drown in her tank. Yes. Like, that, that's Scra- like the... Scragmite. I hate her. <laughs> Alright, Garrick, what about you? Uh, Garrick is doing some interesting things during the day. Uh, during the day, he's set up a, like, a, a love fortune-telling booth. And, like, like, get your fortune read. And he's been trying to, over the course of this week really gather a following for some reason it's a lot of like middle-aged ladies and young girls who are like what's my love going to be and it's like been a lot of that stuff but he's he does all sorts of different like advice things and here let me you know tell you what your future is going to be based off the cards you 
know, what will, what will the harvest be like? Things like that. Uh, and then during the night, he's been going to the temple to uh, regather uh, some energy and retrain some things that didn't seem as useful during the tower. So okay. that's largely what he's been doing. Can I just say that reminds me, if anybody has watched uh, Anne of Green Gables, or like whatever they call it on Netflix, um, she did exactly that. There was a circus that they went to her festival. She goes into the fortune teller and she goes like five times because she's so upset about her love. She's like, don't tell me this, don't tell me that. <laughs> exactly. That's kind of what Garrick is doing. Like Garrick is like being a little coy about it so that people want to come back like several times. <laughs> In terms of the tarot card reading? Someone comes back and she's like, You're a liar! He hates me! <laughs> Look to the clouds you just didn't try hard answer. enough. Mm-hmm. Exactly. She just uh, kidnapped him and made him love you. Love is a slow process. <laughs> it will come with time. Or a violent one. You, for every door that closes, another one opens. Yes, thank you. They're all <laughs> door references, everything. Uh, I quit. Oh man, Scrag. Uh, uh, as as much as Odalisa follows Scrag around, Scrag follows Odalisa around. Uh, <laughs> just most, a big circle. Yeah, it's just basically a circle of uh, what are we doing? Um, where Scrag is trying to, you know, he's obviously the most like showy type person out here. He's got this whole circus thing down that he totally meant to come out and do. Uh, but he figured uh, Odalisa could help him out, become a little more nimble and, and acrobatic. And now he's been mostly able to f- do flips uh, whenever he wants during his acts and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, so he's been doing that. He's been spending a lot of time uh, dumpster diving in town uh, for various bits of scrap on top of all the other scrap he's gotten to make a bunch of... Uh, goblin toys for all the children which are basically like action figures of goblins like goblin heroes and like adventurer heroes fighting monsters and they all got like bits and bobs that can like shoot out or get pulled apart and stuff and if you probably if you rolled a d20 and got a natural one they'd probably just explode in every direction (laughs) um and he's been selling those so he's just trying to like you know get all those out to the kids um, and then other than doing a little bit of crafting on the side, he's also set up in his little sleeping area, this nest for his, uh, uh, lizard chicken thing, um, that he doesn't know what it is yet. And he's very excited to see it hatch. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I forgot you have an egg. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's currently wrapped up in silks and, and, uh, silks and, uh, straw. Uh, it's very cozy. And uh, it will hatch into my dragon chicken someday. And one more thing, that's missing. what. Go ahead. I was gonna say, Olisa steals it for like three hours at one yeah, point. Exactly. <laughs> Get <laughs> it back! She's just replaced well, it with a paper mache egg, and it's like <laughs> just been like it will be. I taught her crafting too well. But <laughs> it's uh the spoilers are that's what the D twelve was for, and now it's cracked because <laughs> oh, no. it's hatching, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Something's hatching. Pilfer didn't eat it at all. <laughs> he wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, okay, and then Masu spends his time leaving you guys. <laughs> really? uh, that's fine. Nice. We didn't like him anyway. 
out of curiosity, Spag, how many children got injured from just the toys? Oh, probably one hundred. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, hold on. I'm gonna roll a d100. Like oh, that's a lot of. Yeah, that's one of the bad. toys went absolutely haywire and just started like pellet gunning like a, a whole bunch of kids. They probably loved it. To be fair, how many parents have come back to the circus and been like, "You're giving our children hazards, and someone <laughs> lost an eye, mm-hmm. and we're not paying you any money." Bye. <laughs> No, I, uh, I'm sure Scrag's toys are mostly very fun. I think so, too. Alright, then are we ready to get on with the circus show? Sure. Let's do it! Let's do it! What could possibly go wrong? No, we could go wrong. Just a touch of circus music, just a little something-something. Alright. You guys plan for this circus for a week coming uh it's nothing but like out advertising for the circus you guys perfect same some watermarked uh tickets that you're gonna sell you have the local tavern brew up a lot of alcohol and food that you are have paid the tavern for so you're ready to give it out at a significantly reduced price to the customers just to get more people there, get them happy, provide excitement for the show that you're going on to. And wouldn't you know it, the morning of the circus as you are getting ready to prepare, uh, it is coming down like crazy. The rain is. Uh, it is storming like crazy. So, uh, any tricks that have the aerial or fire trait have a minus two penalty. Yeah, but we're in a tent. Yeah, it's super humid. Yeah, that's Kill the detail. Uh, any any tricks that have the earth trait have a plus two. Would that? I, I would think that would be. Uh, That'd be maybe Thovis. So does it just bounce out for me? <laughs> yeah, like, I think it balances out for you. Scrag's definitely at a yeah. minus two. And I could give I could give Spring a, a plus two. Ooh, okay. That's fine. Scrag's got this. Whatever. <laughs> uh, in in that case, then the entranceway to the the tents, uh, Scrag is going to lay out some alchemical fog that's like slowly just drifting to like lead make a pathway into the t- circus entrance, and uh, some of the goblin riggers may or may not have some alchemical lightning that they occasionally go. <laughs> in like the the fog to give like just a nice little people. <laughs> no no on the outside to give like the backlighting right. and I just maybe if a maybe if a wayward child goes where they shouldn't go they get a lesson oh god <laughs> I, I love i love the idea but i ha- i imagined when you so you said alchemical f- and you got you got to the f no, and no. i thought you were going to say alchemical f- laying out alchemical <laughs> fire to drive people <laughs> off when they come into the circus yeah. That is brilliant. You should be a goblin, man. Yeah, that, that's how napalm works, right? It can dry people off. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, it works in the in the wet, so yeah, it's fine. Um, I will say though, for you, Scrag, be warm, you have my child. Your uh, goblin friends to help you. I think if you want to have them take on the what's it called, like the helper rigger. No. Yeah, there's Coast there's like some background workers kind of no. things. You have non-performer roles that are. 
animal handler, backup clown, band leader, carnival barker, costumer, like basically just say something I, you want them to do. Security guard. Like, I, uh, for my helper for the act, if I can have one, I know what I want. Can I have a helper? Okay. Sure. Awesome. Does that give you a plus? In, like, I don't know. No, they have to roll separately and they're making the same roll you are to help. It's like an aid check. Yeah, it's basically an aid check for the co-star. Oh, yeah. Maybe that. Maybe yeah. maybe not, Phil. <laughs> yeah. So, remember right. what me and Elisa did the first time around. Uh, the call was answered. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, we're no, going to mind. start out. You guys... The stands are full. It's coming down, raining outside like crazy, but the stands are still full. The show is sold out. Uh, everyone is ready for this send-off show. Even people that didn't particularly like you, like the deputy and stuff, they're all there. They're ready to send you guys off. Uh, but uh, so as yeah, you probably killed him. Honestly, he might not be there anymore. Uh, but as the circus begins, Odalisa is the opening act, and as the lights kind of dim, you watch like a spotlight shine on an empty ring, and then it slowly kind of like zooms up the wall to capture Odalisa, who is hanging from some silks and kind of doing these little acrobatic, like very slow flips on these silks in midair. And I will make her rolls. She has a hero point. <laughs> uh, she did two critical successes. Oh. And at that point, she's going to stop and yeah. think that her show is very, very good. So basically, you see her just flipping on these silks. At one point, she is able to kind of like wrap. She lets one of the silks go, wraps one of the silks around one of her like ankles and makes it look like she's gonna fall and instead she just kind of swings and jumps to the other silk leaving the one behind uh, and then she continues to show out and like I said eventually it's a very successful show with a natural 14 and a natural 17 let's go nice. uh, so as she's kind of coming back in we have Thovis and the the Featherfall 5 Correct. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was the Juggling Sisters that were. Or is oh. it the Flamboni Sisters? Okay. The Flamboni Sisters. Yeah. Oh, right. Cool. So Thovis and the Flamboni Sisters. No. That's no, the Featherfall Five. No, it's the Jugglers. No. No. It, it's, oh, we yeah, changed. It's the jugglers, yeah. No, it's the Jugglers because the way that it works is, um, so Thovis's uh, act begins as he, as he did last time, where he brings out the very oversized uh, sphere that he thuds onto the floor as a wave of sand um, just explodes out from underneath to just show off the weight. He uh, takes it over to the uh, pool of uh, oil that is stored nearby and gets a bit on his fingers and flicks up towards the ring in the air as it gets there. Little sparks of fire fall as the oil lights in the air and he triggers the mechanism to release some of the sand that's inside to uh, lower the weight as he hefts it on top and begins his act as he 
circles it around and just in one hand tosses it up through the ring that's on fire. Catches. Tosses. Catches. Uh, so I guess I have to make checks for the beginning tosses. Yep. Now the, is the Flamboni sisters supposed to be in here during this? Uh, yeah, I'd say at this point they have uh, come to the... Uh, I'd like them to be like up above and be juggling on platforms uh, that are elevated. Uh, so yeah. that once the uh, bigger ring that's lit uh, is, they can just begin tossing the uh, balls down. And whichever one has the final ball that's filled with alchemical fire... Uh, they will uh, they'll, they'll make sure to toss that one last um, they have it memorized well enough or it's just sitting up there waiting to be tossed down okay so kind of during while you're tossing these this spear up you ha- you see them juggling between each other and basically you're watching your spear like come up through the juggling of their arcs and come back down and come up and come back down yeah uh, so you can go ahead and Let's make a athletics roll Let's go. Do it. It's 22. Okay. That is a normal success for your level currently. Let's go. They also do a normal success. Uh, just to remind everybody how this works. Uh, critical failures get you a lot of bad stuff. Failures get you nothing. Uh, successes get you basically one excitement. And actually successes get you your level and excitement. And then a critical success gets you your level and excitement. Uh, and then half your level in anticipation. Okay, okay. Um, so as that continues, eventually the uh, he will begin like lowering it down. I guess I'll, so. I, remind me how the thing goes. I make checks to do it as many times as I need to in order to uh, keep going until I feel like it's a good stopping point. Basically, you can have up to three. It's counted as like a round in combat, so you can have up to three, and then every Every time you do your trick, it's like an attack, so it's minus five, minus five. Okay. Um, so, since though this is a little bit earlier on, he's going to um, go ahead and basically just like take a couple throws, and as it gets a little bit lower, he huffs as if he's having trouble with it, and uh, eventually the ball catches on fire with the second athletics check of 23, so it's okay. 18. So that's a, another success for you. Let's go. All right, um, uh, and you watch as catches. one of, yeah, as one of them. This is the large, like alchemical fireball, right? Uh, this one is the big one, and he catches it, and he's like, dr- like the fire has begun like dripping onto him, and he tosses it to the side and looks up, and to cue them to begin tossing the small spheres down and. Uh, the way that it goes is the meteors begin to shower down and he catches some to avoid getting hit. A couple will strike him and uh, he'll knock a few away, but once the last one comes, which is the one filled with alchemical fire, he's just going to punch straight into the air and just burst it, which will uh, hopefully send a gout of fire up into the air and uh, unfortunately for this humid area, uh, heat up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, everything seems to be going off without a without a hitch in the plan. They're throwing these small meteors down to you, and then you watch uh, one of the Flamboni sisters pick up the last alchemical fire, and she starts to walk it over to get a good throw, and you see her trip 
and she basically drops this like straight down she does she doesn't get an arc on the throw and she begins to drop it straight down so i'm going to give you a reflex saving throw to try to get to it and just make a punch out of it oh man okay they rolled a nap oh no that hurts they have a oh, re hero point this. No. <laughs> You're re rolling. Oh, I rolled that, that one too. That oh, one. That one. What did you do to them? What did we you were do kidding to my about uh, having the whole circus catch on fire. We were totally kidding. Well, it's raining at least. Well, it's on so sand. It'd be, it'd be fine. Warm spray. It, just, it would just suck. It would look Tired terrible. Forest. What he didn't um, tell you is that she, they dropped it straight down onto the audience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Just kidding. Okay, so the re roll is <laughs> going to be a 17. Okay, uh, so you're able to you are able to jump out and catch it. You're not able to punch it or anything, but you're able to jump out and catch it. You keep it from exploding on the ground. You can decide if you want to continue your trick with yourself, like if you want to throw it up and punch it just to show what it was meant for, or if you want to call that safe, saving their platform from basically catching fire. Right. Um, Wink to the audience and then just punch I, it. I, <laughs> I, I, I want to get, like, away from their platform and just take it in my hands and just crush it and let it explode yeah. on me. All right. Uh, give me one last trick check. Once yours is athletics. Uh, you got a yeah. plus two for this. Plus two for okay. a badass. So is, that a minus, minus is, eight. That a, is that a minus eight total? Yeah, minus eight total coming in. Oh, my uh, God. Okay. Oh. Okay, so it's so it's just a normal failure. So you, so basically nothing bad happens to you. So you go to crush this in your hands. You're able to crush it, but it being so close, you weren't ready for the explosion. So you give off this visible like, like ah, oh, it's it's hot, and like there's not not a lot of showmanship in it. You impress some people. They're they're impressed that you <sighs> exploded fire right in your face, uh, but they could tell it wasn't part of the trick. Yeah, rip. So not, nothing bad, no negatives or anything, but no success on that last one. Still practicing, still getting in the hang of things. Yep. Look at that. You really shouldn't like have 15? a beard, my friend. A beard. Yeah. Scrag gelled it, so it's. Scrag gelled it, so most of it's still there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with that, as you see, Thovis kind of crush this in his hand, give a visible like reflex back, and start looking like he's gonna head out. Scrag, it is your turn. Uh, so Scraggy is going to have the Goblin Bros help out um, with, with his act as he comes like basically balancing on this flaming barrel he's going to come out into the center ring where Thovis just was um, and uh, there's fire just kind of like just pouring out of this thing and so the already flaming inner circle is just more and more fire as Scrag starts like making circles around it as he's juggling um, first fire alchemical fireballs basically and then he starts mixing in some alchemical ice that he starts throwing into the one of the side rings as uh, the other goblins like that are in the shadows are basically adding more ice and fog to give it that like misty ice effect all throughout the ring um, and then as he's getting to the other side, he does like, uh, more fog and more, and, and some electricity. So it's just like this cloud of electricity, um, as he's 
trying to juggle higher and higher with more intricate loops as he's going and balancing on this thing um, and just getting like that whole pyrotechnic uh, element theme across the whole ring. Um, and so you want to do, I think we're doing crafting on this one. Yeah. Basically, yeah. You, you know how to use your potions. That's just how good you, how well you crafted them. Uh, and I think I get something, a bonus to crafting alchemy. I'll check in a I second. I don't know. A, ooh, a 17, which I think Minus will be fine. Uh, yes. However, specialty crafting, uh, yeah, plus, plus one, so 16. Okay. Are you keeping that? Yes. Okay. As you're going through with all these different elements. Oh, do I get help from the goblins? Uh, yeah, they're helping you. You want me to roll for them? Uh, sure. Or, yeah. Okay. Uh, they are having a little trouble keeping up with you. They didn't crit fail, but they didn't succeed either. Uh, so as you're like running back and forth trying to set all these different little uh, alchemic potions off at the same time, uh, you are clearly missing some of your steps here and there. And uh, your first roll was a normal failure. 16 is? Yeah. You're level 5. I don't know what the failures or successes are. I know. You're learning now, though. You haven't, you've only performed once in the circus. I hate you. Uh, Scrag is going to uh, keep it up by... Now he's basically trying to make the elements rise so that like the inner rings at least seemingly tr- become like columns of their elements. Um, keeping the fire ring a little bit tamped down, but, you know, at least we got the, the wet uh, tent to help preserve us. As um, at this point, he'll have uh, some goblins like in the rigging, like come down and basically pick him up off of his barrel as he lifts up into the sky doing like spins and such that he's seen Odalisa do while uh, chucking potions aplenty and just you know setting off the devices he's been setting up to grow these columns. The most graceful okay. goblin you've ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> it's, it's, a goblin, it's a goblin cheerleader tower. It sounds graceful, <laughs> but it's mostly just a flailing goblin with explosives. Lucky well, as they... As they come down and pick you up, uh, they they seem to be ready for this one. Maybe that's what their mind was on the whole time. They successfully aid you. <laughs> Let's chuck them, boys! <laughs> Let's throw them! We get to throw Scrag! Yeah. Woo! And, uh, yeah, so 25, minus 5, plus 1. Plus 3. Or, well, yeah. So, basically, a 19 plus whatever the goblins help with. The normal success. Perfect. Now the question is, do I push my luck? Do you push your luck? The third one? Do they take a a minus 10 on their checks? Yeah. I don't want them to help on this one. They're just going to drop Scrag as he flips down into the elements below, and he sets off the biggest three explosions he's been saving up. This is probably what he spent most of his week for. All right. I'll give you an extra plus two. Oh, nice. 28 minus 10 
plus one because you got rid of the gave me the plus two, so it's just a nineteen. Yep. And, and I'm gonna a leave. A nineteen is a normal success. Woo! Go, Scrag, go! Let's go! He gets two normal successes and probably a concussion. Spring is freaking out a little bit behind the scenes. She's like, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah, he just disappeared in the column of fire. Ah! But, okay, uh, yeah. so as, as Scrag and- disappears in a column of fire. What's up, Scrag? Uh, oh, I was going to say, as the elements start to, like, fade and Scrag's anti-alchemical uh, team gets gets going, um, just a low fog slowly simmers and builds up around the, the tents. And with that, I think we have our finale of Garrick, Spring, and Tank Girl. <laughs> uh, so I will start first. Like, the fog, I'll use precipitation to, like, pull the fog together and it... And makes the shape of a door as it just opens with like a creaking sound and I walk through it uh, with a small bow for the, to the audience. Uh, the, the fog door closes behind me as it then re, like, covers the rest of the floor. Uh, uh, I go into, I use ventriloquism to say, uh, as you've seen, our world has been created, recreated here on the stage. And now we will go through the two portions of life, the earth, and in one column, a light will appear in like green, and the water and blue for the tank. As you start hearing like different animal noises, and different yeah, like, you hear like sounds. a low like growl uh, as like there's like a, a scraping hoof noise that I probably do on some sort of thing that makes it echo like a little bit louder. Um, a little bit of metal so that it has like yeah, a yeah, yeah. Of the <laughs> um, and then I, like, stomp a little and, and charge into the ring. And, like, the, the uh, smoke opens up so that the, the tank can come down kind of mysteriously and a little frozen Like, I'll lower the temperature a little bit so that there's a little bit of frost on the glass. Uh, as, like, as those safe. other two get into place. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's still perfectly safe. It's just a little bit he of... He freezes and dies. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so that's kind of, like, both of those are, like, me and then the tank on either side are, like, pushed in through the fog um, as it's building up, but I let out like a, a hoof uh, stomp and snort uh, uh, through the thing as I like charge. Oh, I'm a bull. I should specify. Yeah. yeah. Spring yeah. breeze lets out a hoof. Just, yeah, just spring. Uh, um, <clears throat> yeah, so as I lose my voice, um, I charge forward and I kind of go towards the audience like on purpose only to veer off at the last set second and like do a little bit of a, a circle around the ring clearly agitated clearly like really angry as i like do occasional like fake fake outs towards the crowd <laughs> and then okay the, the dog comes in yeah um, and as you guys the animals wanna... are going around i rise up a little bit like on a little bit of a medium platform in the center um, okay and uh, summon a spiritual weapon behind me. Uh, let's take a journey, shall we? Through different times and space, through the graces of the gods, to see what they have created, and do all sorts of different uh, prestidigitation magic things as the door opens and there's like a whooshing through the uh, tent to like 
simulate like a travel. Like think about those 3D rides or 4D rides you see in Disney World <laughs> yes. where like things are happening. Like that's the kind of like stuff he's going for. With the breeze, is it kind of like parts the fog a little bit? That's when you see the dog kind of come trotting in. Um, and we do their part of the show where they try to like, they know hopefully by now not to be scared of me like from the training that we've done outside. Um, so I kind of like, I calm the like fake anchor out a little bit to not like freak out the dog. And then I don't know, you, should I do the nature check to see if the dog performs their part? Yeah, go and uh, give me a nature and whatever you think yours is probably performance, Garrett. Not religion for summoning the door and keeping the magic steady. like. I have to split my focus on like not only performing but also making sure the magic is like not freaking out. Yeah, I'll give I'll give you religion since that's kind of your that's your like key ability and you could have used it to kind of come up with a story and everything too, so. Twenty-one. Twenty-three, remember, you have a plus two. Oh right, I do. And I'll keep uh, yep. So both of you roll a twenty-three. Uh during this you're show seems to go off without a hit so far uh you're watching mordane and her tank uh not as not as graceful as usual but she seems to be doing fine right now as she also succeeds all right and then um the dog kind of like i i give it its cue as i like shake my ears a little um and so the dog kind of just like sits and lifts up a paw and i slowly sit and lift up like a hoof and uh, they like go, they go up and they do like it's this fake thing where it's like just shows that like a they remove a thorn from my hoof or something like that and then um, maybe that would <laughs> uh, coalesce the fog a little bit on like that'd be a cue for you, uh, Garrick, to like coalesce the fog so I could like poof back into spring. Like it's probably kind of started dispersing by now, but like maybe a little bit. Yeah, I, I can use prestidigitation to make it a little bit more. I can make a little bit more fog for you. Yeah, and then I like do a little bit of a circle and poof into my leshy form. Um, this little vine thing with flowers blooming now. Um, and I like just kind of look surprised and I was like, oh, thank you. And like I do my part of the show. <laughs> um, Ella, you've continued with your story of like the different elements. We kind of ping pong between me and Mordane um, for like focus, and then I'll I'll bring in the bear. Uh, I think that uh, Garrick is largely making sure at this point, like he's taking a little bit of a step back just to make sure everything is safe. But once he sees that everything goes off without a hitch, he goes into like his second stage about like talking about the gods and casting little lights to like in little shadows of people just to make it seem like the gods are like on the back of the tent especially with the rain like so that there's like illumination from up above the tent coming down uh, and he's doing like all sorts of different uh, like just different doors that he's opening to different places with different colors so you're kind of taking up your rooms. own ring now like no, not as much focus on either side as, as we each kind of fall into our own little thing Right, I'm like I'm like back towards the center while you guys are more towards the front, so that there's like different things in different areas they can look at depending on where. Perfect. Um, uh, so I'm gonna. Religion again, and I guess you need to. 
Yep. Yeah. Oh, 30. Which is at a minus now? Yeah, it's minus at a minus five, five like I'm, it's an attack. I'm gonna re-roll my four. I, I oh, have a feeling man. I'll roll better than a four. If I, can. I don't know, four's pretty Famous good. last words. That one. That one. Rip. Oh, Apparently same four's, exact. <laughs> four's the number. <laughs> uh, well, it's only a minus five, so I think it's only a base failure. Yep. Only a base failure for Garrick as you watch, like, some, some of the some of the story you're telling, you just kind of get in a slight stage fright here, and some of the story you're telling doesn't coincide with the tricks you're showing. You're like, you're like, and look at this, and you're talking about Let's say you're talking about the water plane and then you have like the fire, you have like fire behind your door. You have like a red light behind your door kind of thing. Uh, so it kind of throws the audience off uh, spring. Your show is going off great. Um, the dog is like leans down and plucks the little thorn out of your bull hoof. Uh, what else were you doing as well? I, I transformed back into like my leshy uh, self and just kind of as a representation of nature as I like lead um, the bear into the ring now and kind of circle around um, just kind of showing like respect and yet like the story of these animals. Um, and then as I bring the bear in, as it kind of settles around and doesn't like attack the audience or anything else, I like slowly back away from it and almost like leave it alone to kind of just make the audience a little bit nervous. <laughs> um, as I bring in the pterodactyl. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah. This is my oh, favorite. Yes. Oh my god. And I'm, I'm talking thing? a little bit now too because I'm in my leshy form, so I can I can just kind of tell a little bit of the stories about these wild animals and like look at the majestic bear and like you know I just kind of like but but it's spring so she's just kind of like doing it very cute like in her little voice and she's just like and this bear is super dangerous and look at these claws and she like makes it show off its claws <laughs> like, and he's just up. like as he <laughs> raises his claws up <laughs> um, he is sweet. he is a He's a true circus bear. Like he's been in the circus since before you guys. So he's just like, all right, another act. <laughs> like, <laughs> I figure like as they they kind of you know I, I show off the bear and make it very like because he's easy to work with. I'm like, yeah. But you guys want to see something really dangerous, something you don't see anywhere. <laughs> like they tell me about. <laughs> you hear like an odd, you hear an odd, like especially with how cute but how weird you look, you, you hear like an odd cacophony of like, no, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll lead out um, the pterodactyl. Alright, uh, okay, um, Mordane during this time seems like she is having, she is struggling getting her, you guys know that she goes into this tank like, not chained. Uh, but at this point, it seems like she's basically she rolls deception just to give you like a mechanical purpose behind her trick. But at this point, it seems like she's struggling to either decide when to say she's free or she's actually struggling to get out of the chains. Thovis wants to be watching this really carefully because if, if she has a time limit, Thovis wants to be like ready to rush in and just smash the tank if necessary or like open the hatch and get her out of there. Whatever the sure. prepared mechanism is. 
Oh, shit. Eric also has a trick. If it looks like everyone is selling, he has a means of getting her out of there without breaking kayfabe, basically. Okay. So you guys can go ahead and do the last part of your trick if you wish to roll again. If not, you can just kind of complete it how it is. Oh, no. This is pterodactyl roll time. This is going to be the best roll ever. So I'm going to let Spring roll first if she rolls like a natural. Okay. Hold on. So this is a 16 plus 2. Plus 2 because of both. Yeah. And so that's 18. I think that's a success, right? Uh, so far, mechanically, what you've seen is you've seen Scrag succeed on a 19 and Scrag fail on a 16. Do you have your animal staff? Does that give you a plus one to nature for animals? It only gives me a plus one to um, identifying animals, unfortunately. Uh, um, nope, this is... Uh, I'm going to keep it. Okay. That is a normal success. Uh, I think... Seeing that and knowing that Mordain may need a little bit more cover, I'm going to try to, like, do a big exit so that hopefully there's enough fog that if Mordain needs to just escape and appear somewhere else, she can do so. Okay. I'm ready for it. Ten. Uh, There's nothing I can do. Nah. Ten's just a normal failure, though. So, you just not on board with the rest of the circus crew yet you are we're gonna say that you you see Mordain still struggling and like you make this visible motion like with your body and with your with your face that you're gonna go help her like just one step and stuff and you see her like snap her head over to you and she looks at you for a second and like she breaks out of her uh, chains right at the last second and is able to come up as the crowd cheers she rolled a natural 19 for her last one so, uh, yep. So, uh, yeah. And with that, as she kind of comes up, you have a pterodactyl, a bear, and a dog parading around. And uh, even with Garrick's last like movement to stop this with Mordain, he is still putting on a great show. The rest of you kind of come out, give your little final bows to the circus show, and it is a success as you're met with crazy applause coming from the audience. Let's go! They love us! They really love us! <laughs> what was the number we were trying to meet this time? Because last time uh, it was I gave, insane. I gave you guys maximum... Uh, last time it was maximum anticipation too. It was 20. Uh, I gave you guys maximum anticipation again just for like saving the town. Right. Uh, okay. And you guys... I, I also gave you guys starting off with five excitement just because like they were here to send you off and they kind of understood that. Uh, and you guys hit 22 excitement total. Nice. Oh boy. Let's go. Which means that our max that we can profit from this is the anticipation of 20, right? Yep. yep. Plus your prestige, so you get 23 gold. Each? Sweet. Now, does no. that <laughs> Does that count as part of um, any like money we made in the festival prior? No, I'm also going to... Everybody can roll me a... Let's see. Let's go. Every, it was good roleplay. Everybody can roll me a D8, and then we'll add all those up together. I'll let everyone oh. put their own working in here. Do I get a bonus for all my kick-ass goblin shit? Hell no. Bad ones. Ooh, There's your bonus. Seven. seven. You can hero point these rolls if you want. Though, if it's he's looking at you. I don't have a hero point. That would 
I natural one. Oh <laughs> yeah. So so strike contests weren't very like you know these these times people were scrawny. Nobody really thought they could take it on. So it was, it was a little over daunting. Like, yeah. yeah. And I'm just sitting there going, the, "Come on." Dovis was actually uh, like he was one over he with lost so him. many like kids coming up being like can i throw and he's like sure you can do it for free oh uh, he's just a bleeding heart <laughs> yeah, i yeah. like it how did our and eventually go? at some point one of the children is like throw me i'm like uh and the dad's <laughs> like whatever i'm like all right <laughs> throw the kid after pilfer <laughs> into the net. Me- meanwhile scrag's wrestling a child for the copper you pay for it. <laughs> um, That's how you got seven. You're just stripping money from them. Did you roll for Odalisa? Is that the last one? Yeah, I did. Yeah. So the mert the mert seems to go over about average as you'd expect new merch in a town. Uh, you like you had people buy it, which was great. Uh, you had some people like you had like, also you had like two parents like bring it back. Like, what is this? As they they are holding like a it's a goblin rocket puncher. Yeah, something that's reminiscent of like spring, and it just looks like an alien. And they're like, "What is this? Like, why does my child have this?" I come up around like whenever they're doing that, and I come up and be like, "What?" <laughs> it just looks like me. And they're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and they're like, "Why did you I, make a big one?" <laughs> I, I click the button on the back, and it's like its tendril goes smack. It's, it's like those snap bracelets <laughs> you just roll out. No, it's it's like those uh, party party uh, things that you blow on and like yes. just shoots out. Yeah, yeah. Or, or it's like one of those uh, sticky wall things you just throw it on yeah. something and it sticks oh there God. for a second. It's all of those you combined. The, you said the snap thing. Oh, I immediately yeah. thought like it's a snap, but it's like a face hugger. So you like snap yeah. it and it's like <laughs> like oh, snaps on face. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. would be terrifying. Yeah, Garrick spends all his times. Uh, telling the fortune of the same lady over and over and well, over. No, she wouldn't. She lady. wouldn't get out of line. Like she pushed people <laughs> away. She, like I, I got one really obsessive fan. She was in the. Front it was row what, the It show. was one Karen who kept asking to speak to Garrick's manager. <laughs> All right. Well, that's not bad though. That's a. That's we did our first like. Well, I think we made more yeah. on the merch than the circus. No, twenty three no. on the circus. Oh, twenty three on the circus. Okay. 18 on the festival side shows. Uh, yeah, that's that's it. As you get, you guys are packing up, getting ready to leave Aberton, set out to Escadar. That's where we're gonna take our break, so we can pick back up with yeah. book two.